Blog Talk Radio. All right, Mercer Prescott, you ready to do this thing? Come on, man, get on that mic and do your damn thing. This is Politics, telling you the truth about these politics with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. Yeah. Dial 646-668-8795 to speak to the host and meet us here every Monday at 6.30 p.m. to learn the truth about these politics on politics. That's right. Hello. Welcome to Politics with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. All right, all right, all right, all right. Merce. What was that, man? Hey, Odie. Hey, Odie. Hello, Good evening, guys. All right. Well, what language was that? Oh, say again? I said, what language was that? Oh, <laughs> I have no clue. I only speak one language in Fort Delaney. But, um, cool, but I didn't understand that one. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and jump on into it. So, And I know I'm going over a lot of social stuff here, but it does tie into politics, I promise. Okay. And uh, it's my fault. I didn't broadcast on Saturday. My apologies. Body comes before everything else, and apparently that was my crash day. True. That, that's True. And we, know, we know you're out there doing positive stuff, man, so it's not like you're out, like, you know, out there hanging yeah, Donald Trump and the Democrats. I was on call for like two weeks straight, back to back, so yeah. If you were employed, if you were employed by 45's administration, then I would say, you know what, you weren't doing shit. And you need to have your ass on this show, no excuses, but that's not the case. For so sure. you would have asked. For sure, for sure. I appreciate it. Thank you. I love y'all. Yeah. Same here, brother. But um I'm gonna jump into it. Uh Saturday morning as I was putting the finishing touches on you know on the writing, uh, I noticed that the Black Panther trailer came out. And it was funny yeah. because I was writing and then I was getting ready to, you know, when I saw it, it had just been posted. It had like a 1,000 views. And I had to go to the supermarket, went there half an hour, came back, and it had half a million views. So I'm like, it, it was a big thing. And the comments were mostly positive. And here's the thing with me. I was looking for something negative, and I was looking for something specific, you know, and I didn't see it in that. I read about 50 or 60 comments. I didn't see it. It was a term that I've seen recently with all these, you know, all these uh more Afrocentric shows coming out, and it's a term mm-hmm. that doesn't fit called white genocide. They had there's, there's a new Star Trek coming out, right? With and I and I just had the name of the young lady up on Google, and I, I X'd it out, and Michelle Yeoh, you know, from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So you have a black woman oh, and, and and a Chinese woman, you know, who are headlining the new Star Trek, and that's the first time I saw that term, white genocide. And I was like, what? Do you know what genocide means? What happened to the Jews? That's genocide. What happened to the American Indians? That's genocide. 
Perhaps genocide is a America, deliberate killing. That was genocide. Yeah. yeah. That's a deliberate killing of a large group of people, especially those of a, of a particular ethnic group or nation. That's genocide. And it, that word didn't come out because scores of white people got killed in some horrible uprising. It came out because there were two people of color in the movie or a television show. And then they were screaming out white genocide. And I thought they were just trolling. So as far as I let it go, I'm like, there's no way they could connect this with genocide. But no, no. They were dead ass serious. Now, I don't like to speak in generalities, even though I do more often than none. So let's just, for the rest of this segment, if I say white people, I'm not talking about normal, everyday folks. I'm talking about these alt-right Richard Spencer snowflakes. No, what you're talking, there's a difference. There is W-H-I-T-E people, and then there's W-Y people, as in white people. Like, why do you do that? Those people. <laughs> Those are what you're talking about. So, put it like okay. this. Right. Um, whitewashing is a big thing in Hollywood. And lately, they've been getting a lot of backlash. So, you figure Ghost in the Shell. The movie did pretty well in Japan. But in America, it didn't do so well. And a lot of the negative press is coming from the fact that they cast Scarlett Johansson in the lead instead of an Asian woman. And that was what the, the director and the producers wanted. They wanted Scarlett Johansson. But people will just say they felt like it was whitewashing and then they didn't, they didn't really go for it. Uh, Gods of Egypt flopped because you had an all-white cast playing Egyptians. But at least that director was honest because he said, I can't sell a movie with a bunch of people with Muslim-sounding names. So at least he was honest in that. But when the tables are turned, so to speak, the alt-right doesn't like it. Idris Elba. And then right played, Yeah. Idris Elba played uh, Heimdall in Thor, and now he's playing the gunslinger in the Dark Tower movies. So you figure both those characters in the literature were white. So now a black man's playing them. So, of course, you know, and this is the same guy who, uh, I forgot who it was that said it, but they said he was too street to play James Bond. Really? I don't think so. Idris Elba? No. If they said Wesley Snipes was too street to play James Bond, that's one thing. But you figure, uh, did, you all, did you all watch the Hunger Games? The original, yeah. the first one, the two I love characters, the, yeah. the, the two characters, uh, Gru and Thresh, the two black characters, there was a big backlash over them being black in the movie, despite the fact that they were black in the book. So that means that people didn't even I read the book. I do remember that. I do yeah. remember that. They just saw two, two black people in this movie, and they just said, oh, my God, you know, white yeah, but they were black in the book. I read the books. It's just that the author doesn't make a big deal about race. So if you didn't read that paragraph, it's basically, uh, you know, and the thing about it is this. All of these are fictional characters. Like, these are fictional characters. I don't give a fuck what color they are just because they are fictional oh. characters. Like, I understand if you're a super fan and you want to stick to the script, so to speak. Um, and make them as authentic as possible. I have a huge problem with Hollywood deciding, yes, that real people in real regions of the world or people that are supposed to reflect real regions, Mm -hmm. you know, look 
not like the part. If you're filming in Egypt, then they should look African. If you're if your characters are in England in Middlesex or you know, not that there's no black people there, but if the focus is on the region, then they should look the part. That's my whole thing. Right. And if it's all a fictional place and it's not really based on a real place, well, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But don't be surprised but, if I don't come to see it if there's no black people in. You're not gonna get my dollars. I, I figure it like this, though. We're 10% of the population. We don't need to be everywhere. Like, I used to get mad when people say, how come there ain't no black people on Friends or Jerry Seinfeld? Who gives a shit? You know, we don't need to be everywhere. And and there's more opportunities for African Americans to do their thing. You know, you know Jordan Peele, uh, you know, scored big with uh, Get Out, you know. Uh, Tyler, oh, I don't even want to mention Tyler Perry. I mentioned Tyler Perry, now I got to go take a shit. Like, that's how much I hate Tyler Perry. But... Oh, he's, still he's still getting opportunities to do stuff, you know. There's more opportunities now than there were, say, 20 years ago, and even 20 years before that, you know, when Sidney Poitier was the only actor who got any lines. <laughs> as far as African-Americans go. But I like to think that the people in the comment sections, like the alt-right folks, the people who are terrified of their own shadows, who think that all of a sudden they're going to be bred out of the country by blacks and Mexicans, um, they don't represent the general populace because most folks don't really give a shit so long as the movie is good. I have a friend of mine I used to work with, you know, she's got more twang in her voice than Dolly Parton. And you know who, you know, her favorite movie, uh, her favorite music artist is Mary J. Blige. She has all of her albums. She loves Mary J. You know, one of my coworkers and she's, you know, she's, as country as they come, but she loves Mary J. Blige has all her music. You know, people just like what they not, like. That's actually not a stretch. Believe it or not, just, just you know, Mary sings because, about pain and usually country music goes along my lines. But I understand what your point is. Yeah. Right. But people just like what they like, and they don't really care. They don't really care about color. But the thing is, a lot of people have the inability to see the forest for the trees. You understand? which is the reason why we have Orange Hitler in office right now. Because no matter how badly he does, they stick with him. I brought up Idris Elba for a reason. Now you have, like, Trump's grown-up jizz, a.k.a. Eric, Ivanka, and Donald Jr. out there talking about how they're being treated unfairly. Okay? Ivanka has a sweatshop that practically enslaves Chinese folks to make her clothes. Some people investigated that sweatshop, and they disappeared. The Chinese government got them, okay? You got Eric Trump taking, killing leopards, killing elephants, and cutting up their tails and posing with it, you know? Eric Trump steals money from cancer kids, but he figures all, all the hate he gets is unjustified. I don't think so, you know? And I know I rag on Trump's kids a lot, but the two I don't rag on is Barron because he's 10 years old and uh, Tiffany because she's not involved in politics, you know. But that didn't stop them from ragging on uh, Sasha and Malia, but that's another matter altogether. That's a whole other show, you know. But my thing is this. When people have something in their heads, you know, it just sticks, you know. And they'll even, their cognitive dissonance is so horrible that they'll even make up a term like white genocide to describe something like, oh, Luke Cage is out and most of the cast is black, so it's white genocide they're trying to kill us. You know, that's all the fear that they're putting in these people. 
That's why we that's why everybody got guns like that, because they convinced them, hey, you know what? The blacks and the Mexicans are coming to get you. You know, so you gotta protect yourself and your family. Oh, what are you gonna do with that forty five? You gotta get yourself an AR fifteen. You know how much AR fifteen costs? Like fifteen hundred dollars. You know. How much was so, fifteen hundred dollars? Uh assault rifle. Like an AR fifteen, those things start at fifteen hundred bucks. Okay? They're not cheap guns. But they'll tell people they they scare these people like that. So when they see more than two black people in the movie, they're terrified. But and that's the thing, it's just the alt right who's like that, because everybody else is just like, you know, oh it's Luke Cage, you know. I'm gonna watch that, it looks interesting. They don't really care who's in it. They just care if it's good. You know? Put it like this. I won't say that white people aren't the only people who do this. Only let me ask you a direct question, okay? I don't know if you do or not. Why why are black people defending Bill Cosby? I have to know this. Why? Well, you mean other than the ones that are related to him? I mean, other than the ones that are related or were um, are are named Rudy Hustable or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember her real name right now. She's tonight Pullian. Yeah. Um, I, I see people on Facebook all the time defending him, and I don't know why. Honestly, so why do you think I've, people defend him? I I have an offensive as far as his level of guilt. However, I do think it's interesting that uh, his daughter actually stood up. Okay, so I'm glad that you brought, like, you really segue into that really smoothly. But um, I did want to tie this into, like, the whole politics thing. Like, yes, it's a social issue and everybody has their opinions, but... Mm -hmm. I kind of think it's interesting that, like, in the late 80s, never Camille, I mean, what's, his, what's not Camille, the daughter, Erin, she had, like, a drug problem. And around that time, she was fooling with uh, Mike Tyson. So I'm sure they were probably partying and doing some stuff together. And um, yeah. and he allegedly uh, sexually assaulted her. So she actually told her parents, and her parents advised her not to go to the police, and she didn't. So I kind of think it's super ironic that this has happened. I mean, they encouraged him to, quote, unquote, get treatment, whatever that means. And um, he wasn't prosecuted for his crime. So do I think he did it? Absolutely. At this point, I feel like it's, there's too many victims who are not to have that. I'll put it like this. But I can't explain why anybody's defending him. I guess they don't want to, they don't want to believe it. And, you know, just, it's another thing to sleep under the rug. Yeah. I, I look at it like this. When people think of rape, right? There was a movie that came out in 1978 called, uh, I spit on your grave. And it was one of those low-budget exploitation movies. And it boasted at the time uh, the longest rape scene in a movie. It was a pretty brutal movie. It was a rape-revenge movie. Like, they raped this girl, and then she eventually she got revenge on all of her attackers. My thing is this. When people, when some people, I won't say even say a lot, when some people think of rape, they think of somebody physically 
taking the woman and putting her to the ground and just and then just taking her, as opposed to somebody like Bill Cosby who just plies them full of uh, drugs and alcohol, and then drugs just has them wait You know, and if you want to, if you ever were on the fence about whether you should defend Bill Cosby or not, read his deposition. His deposition is absolutely creepy. This dude is a monster. And people, and what what set me up about Bill Cosby is that supposedly the testimony of one of the people who, one of his accusers is kind of falling apart. I mean, it's something that happened like 20 years ago or something like that. So supposedly something in her story didn't match. And people were just like posting Bill Cosby stuff, and they were just like, you know, uh, America's dad. He called him America's dad. What? Come on. I, I think he lost that title a long time ago. You know, or, you know, Bill Cosby or something you call him. You know what's and, extra, extra crazy, though, is did you see the footage? I really need to see if, the, if this trial was playing out on court TV, but he came out of court, like, last week and kind of did, like, a dance or, like, a, like a not a dance, but what? You know, whenever people catch the Holy Spirit and they yeah. do, like, kind of like a spiritual jig. I don't know what to call it, but they do, like, a holy dance, I guess. And um, he did one of those, and then he also hit the people up with a, hey, 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 when he left the court. Did you see that video? No. Because I would have broken oh, my TV if I had seen that shit. Somebody with the Fat Albert greeting. Ah. Uh. I'm watching you not. He hit somebody. I'm like, that is so inappropriate, sir. Like, you're on trial for rape. What are you doing? <laughs> Put it like this. Some people were better defense of Bill Cosby and they figured, okay, they have a conspiracy theory going because Bill Cosby wanted to buy NBC and they figured they couldn't have a black man on a major television station, so they were trying to take him down. That was the theory. And so I decided to look into it, right? Keep in mind that this was back in 1992, right? Cosby Show was off the air at this point. You figure, all right, uh, NBC was worth about $4 billion at that time. Bill Cosby's net worth was like $300 million. So, and reruns of the Cosby Show were netting almost a billion dollars. Now, the thing is, NBC was never for sale. The thing was that after General Electric bought NBC for $6.5 billion, the ratings started to tank. So a lot of people were putting in bids, figuring that uh, that they could probably uh, like buy it for the low, basically, scoop yeah, it for the low. Get on the you know, and they don't even know how much Bill Cosby's bid was, but according to his agent, uh, he, want, he put in a bid to buy NBC, but NBC was not for sale. There were a lot of people putting in bids, but because some analysts were speculating that that's how much NBC, I mean, sorry, that General Electric would be willing to get rid of it for. So the fact that Bill Cosby wanted to buy NBC, that's, uh, that's real. He really did put in a bid for it, although we don't know how much he offered. But... Was he ever going to buy it? No, because it practically wasn't for sale. Right? Figure it like this. The same way people are puzzled about why black folks, some black folks are defending Bill Cosby despite his crimes, 
you know, look at Donald Trump. Donald Trump still has what I call the dirty 30. There's that 30% of the populace who loves Trump. No matter how much he failed, they love him and they adore him. And the, the forums are just so sad. Oh, my God. I just feel that tear just come down the corner of my eye when I read them because they're so disillusioned. One of them said Trump is the hardest working president he'd ever seen. I'm like, are you only uh, four months old? Really? The man who plays but, golf every weekend. The man who played golf on Mother's Day. Even though he has a wife, three wives technically, um, that's the hardest working man you hardest working president you've ever seen. Fuck out of here with that horse shit. But they're is, just is so. That be, is that because he has the complexion of, of for protection? Does he? Is that because he's white? I don't even know if it's that. Absolutely. I would love to say that. That seems easy to say. That it's because he's white. Yeah. It. I, I see it more political than skin color, because I think if, if Obama was a Republican, those same people would have probably defended him, you know? I, that's mm. just my theory. It's, I, think it's just too, I think it's just too much of a cop-out to just say that it's because he's white, even though Donald Trump is uh, beloved by white supremacists everywhere. And I, and I see at least one video a week of somebody melting down in a Walmart or uh, a coffee shop you know, berating black people or Hispanic people and just saying mm. Trump's America now, you know. So it makes it too easy right. to say, but I, I want to say it's more political than anything else. I don't want to just jump out and just play that ace of spades race card, but I mean, looking at how the white... I mean, you figured David came out of nowhere. I thought he was dead. And as soon as Trump right. became really popular, all of a sudden he's running for public office again. Right. And that one's like a duck, quacks like a duck, talks like a duck. I mean, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Oh, like it absolutely is the fact that he is white and they're strong and wrong. Because they can't yeah. be wrong about one of their own, period. Right. But, I mean, you figure, mm-hmm. uh, even when you had black Republicans, like, like Michael Steele, who I love to ride on, you know, and... I see, I see this comment a lot on the forums talking about when I used to rag on Michael Steele. They said all of a sudden, and, and I'm not making something to be funny, and I've seen it more than once, oh, now uh, just because somebody wants to get off the plantation, now all you black people want to hold them down. And they actually use the term, get off the plantation. Like, that's how they think of us. Like, we're still picking cotton and, and singing uh, spirituals while we pick cotton. Swing low. Swing chariots. But, but let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say Obama was in that situation with, like, just like Bill Clinton with Monica Lewinsky, with the cigar right. up the butt and everything. Let's say that happened with Obama. Do you mm-hmm. think he would have been still in office if that was a black man? If Obama no. was in that situation, absolutely no. not. So it has no. to do with, with with a race a race thing. It has to. Now, keep, keep one thing in mind, though. Uh, they still they still went to impeach him, though. So it wasn't like they mm-hmm. overlooked him. They yeah, tried they to impeach him. They just didn't have the vote. They had but, but, but he didn't get impeached. He was he still played. He still did his, his thing. He was still president. Exactly. You know, I mean, I did not just like that was that warm. Yeah. Just like O said, I'm call a spade a spade. It's, it's, it is what it is. 
you know? And, and I guess I'm just, just trying yes, not to... I appreciate right. you being optimistic, though, Mark. <laughs> I, I, I have to be. I have to be a little bit optimistic, but I, I'll tell you right. one thing, Deja. You are not wrong, because mm-hmm. trust me, there are a lot of people out there who are just not hiding it anymore. Right. You know, they figure Trump's president. I can stop pretending well, that I like black you know, people. I, that I like Hispanic and just. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get this doctor and smoke a weed all week, eh? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a mental health therapist in a very rural community, and I've worked there since 2009. I have never seen more, not communists, I've never seen more Confederate flags flown in that area than the whole time I worked there since Trump became president. I've seen a hundred more Confederate flags to go up. And places and in yards that I never would have thought they would have had a Confederate flag. You dig? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fucking their damn daughters. Like I thought, I thought they was cool with blacks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Nah, they're cool with you. You don't want. You don't want. That's it. That's mm-hmm. how we go. Right. Not to mention, I'll say this too. We've already, we already know what it is. You know how we know what it is. Because these have been the same, like we we look at all these late night talk show hosts, and what do mm-hmm. they do? They have like questions. They basically set the people up um, with information that they know the answer to. So they might ask a question like, "Hey, what do you think of um, uh, what do you think of Obama's health care?" Oh, I fucking did. It's the worst. Blah 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 blah. But then you turn them right around and ask those same people, "Well, what do you think of Donald Trump's Affordable Care Act?" And they say, oh, I love it. It's great. So we already know that <laughs> yeah. you have a with the man's policy. You have a problem with the man's skin tone, period. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a little bit more than that. Let's move all the way out. That name Obama mm-hmm. was a kind of scary name at one time. I mean, honestly, I was a little skeptical about anything he would do. Obama, that's a scary ass name. I guess because I was in the Gulf War, I was in Iran, I was in Afghanistan, I was in Kuwait, I've done, I've done ops in all those places. Obama is a scary name. Period. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Y'all remember when he said, "Ah, oh, he's a bum, Hussein, Hussein." He did right by his people. I don't know why they off his ass like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm I saying think, I, he's saying Obama because that was his middle name. And so people mm-hmm. used to, like, go real hard on that. They used to want to call him Barack Hussein and ignore think, the fact I, that his last name was Obama. I think Obama the media did all that talking about Obama, Obama. They they hyped up his name. Who is this Obama, Obama? The media did that. Not. I don't think we took it as a threat. To tell you the right. truth, I didn't. But the media did that. In Wisconsin, we did shit. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm telling you, Obama. Really? That nigga Obama the fuck out of us, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people got. There's a lot of people that got some crazy names out there. And, and, and you know, a I lot mean, of people will think twice, so but say, we don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know. But you well, know, what the hell is a drunk? <laughs> what is a drunk? I don't know what a drunk is. Do you? Right. Right. <laughs> you know. 
Like a lot of a lot of Africans have a, a lot of crazy names. Like I had a friend back in in, in uh, junior high school named Cootie, and I was like, "What the heck? What kind of name is that?" But he, his name was a cool guy. Her face. He was a cootie. <laughs> he had the cooties. So he, uh, he K-U-T-I. Got real, he yeah. He grew out yeah, of it. Yeah, man. But when he was in second and third grade, they got his ass good. Oh, he got the cooties. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it was it, cool. It, it, but it's probably normal place where he comes from, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that thing, I I I will say one thing to just mm-hmm. kind of do a, a well. I got all of you on, well except for Charles. We'll we'll figure Charles out later. He's probably still at work because he lives mm-hmm. out west. Right. But um, if uh, one of the big cop outs that I hear lately is the whole uh, black-on-black crime thing, when people yeah. make a big deal of black-on-black crime. And uh, a friend of mine mentioned that <clears throat> in a post, and I said that black-on-black crime is a myth. It's a cop-out. Right. And I said it's not, right. it's not to say that black-on-black crime doesn't happen, but it happens to everybody. I, I told the article right. from Huffington Post. I don't right? Why don't white crime and, is Asian and Asian? Nobody calls it that, but they just call it crime. No, that's the thing. Why isn't it just crime? Check this out. Why do this we is have a to be some, some unattainable well, category of perfect innocence? Fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, put it like this. They said, according to the U.S. Department of Justice statistics, 84% of white people killed every year are killed by other whites. In 2011, right. there were more cases of whites killing whites than there were of blacks killing blacks. Absolutely. Between 1980 God, and 2008, God, a majority. Of the population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they figure, but they said in between 1980 to 2008, 53% of gang-related murders were committed by white people, with the majority of the homicide victims being white. So that's why mm-hmm. I say it's pop out because. The thing is, most people live in the area, uh, they were kind of bunched together. So you, you will probably see a lot of neighborhoods with a lot of whites, with a lot of blacks, with a lot of uh, Hispanics, so on and so right. forth. So right. it's basically just crimes of opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. So basically, if you live in a black neighborhood, you know, like, or, or in a densely populated black neighborhood like, like Chicago, I know Chicago is bigger than a neighborhood, it's a city, but you know what I mean. Of course, when there's a lot of crime happening, it's going to be, you know, people of the same color. You figure if you took just a bunch of white folks and you put them all in one area and you take away all of their opportunities that they have to make money to feed their families, to grow, all that other stuff, you think they're just going to be like, well, I guess we'll be okay? Or you think there may be some... uh, some crimes hmm. of people trying to survive and people trying to, you know, make ends right. meet. Right. Exactly. So Absolutely. The, the black on black thing is basically what they use as a cop out. So mm-hmm. have you guys ever been in a discussion with somebody and like, I, it made my head snap back. Like what? When we were talking about, Oh, Michael Garner. If I have his name right, the one that the one that got choked out by the cop in New York. Yeah, Garner. Right. Mm-hmm. Eric Garner. Eric Garner. Eric Garner. And, um, Eric Garner. Someone actually had, and I need to start clipping these out, right? But somebody actually said 
Y'all are mad because a cop killed Eric Garner, but black people kill each other all the time, and then started bringing up all these fake, uh, these fake statistics Jeez. about uh, like like the prison population is like ninety five percent black or some shit like that, like just fake statistics. And basically, this person who uh, who got the article from it was, it was Huffington Post blog, but she got her information from. Uh, the State Department. So when you see certain things, like somebody tried to send me an article in response to that saying that um, basically here's what they did. They took those numbers and then they flipped them this way to try and prove that even though whites commit more crimes than or as many crimes, that blacks commit more violent crimes and still trying to put it on as if to say, and this is not the person who sent me the article. This is the, the article itself was saying that, um, yeah, even though whites and blacks commit crimes at similar rates, uh, basically blacks are more violent. So the blacks need, need to straighten up. When people talk about yeah. Chicago and how Chicago needs to straighten out, everybody always, that, that's just a talking point for politicians, but they don't have any solutions. One of the funniest things I've ever seen was uh, Kentucky, not Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, movie, uh, the uh, the Onion movie, but it was in the same bin as Kentucky Fried movie, where they had like all these uh, different skits just melded together to make a movie, and they had a black guy in a ski mask who robbed the bank, right? And when they tried to give him money, he was like, "What are you trying to give me money for? I don't want your money. I want a job." So the long story yeah. short, by the end of the skit. He had, they ended up giving him a job, so he's sitting at the desk, you know, helping people with their banking problems, and he has a plaque that says armed gunman, and he still has a ski mask on, and he has a gun in his hand. <laughs> you know? And the thing is, uh, uh, I guess the whole point was, was that people don't want handouts. They want opportunities. Remember, I'm going to get right. you, sucker, with class women the third, where they were like, what happened to all the brothers? I thought they were like a thousand deep. They're like, yeah, they all got jobs. They tried mm-hmm. to storm the office building, but they were hiring that day. They went in with guns, came out with jobs. Mm-hmm. People just want opportunities. They don't want handouts. You think right. they want to be on welfare? No, they want to work for a living. But if there's no right. opportunity, like you think those people in West Virginia want to dig for coal? You think they want to go into the devil's stomach and dig for coal? No, mm-hmm. but those coal jobs in their area are usually of course, the yeah, highest yeah, but Okay. You know, mm-hmm. where are some people who, well, that's the thing. If there were other jobs that paid as much as coal or more, they'd be like, you think they want to dig for coal and die at 52 because they have black lung? No. They mm-hmm. would rather do something else, but nothing else out there pays as much as coal. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that until Bernie Sanders went out there and started talking to people. And people were saying, if there was something different, we'd do that. You know, mm. there are some people who have that pride, like my granddaddy was a coal miner, my daddy's a coal miner. I'm going to be a coal miner. There are some people who are like that. Don't get me wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people are just like, we just want good paying jobs. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Generation, I, I, generation. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Everybody, I think this is going to be the first generation, I'm talking about Generation Xers, 
who are not going to be able to retire as their parents did. I'm a Generation Xer, right? I can tell you right now, I'm never going to be able to retire because in my father's age, they had pensions, like real pensions. And not to say that people didn't have issues with pensions and people stealing from them. My friend, his dad lost his pension because his company stole it, literally stole it, stole his pension. A company he worked for for like 15, 16 years, all of a sudden no pension. So it's not to say that these things don't happen, but when you have a pension, you're good. Like my father has a pension. He worked, he's a union man for like half his life. So he has an actual pension. I have a 401K. You know what my 401K means for me? It means that I don't have to buy regular cat food. I can buy Fancy Feast. You know. <laughs> that's 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 a bad You know, but yeah, you know. It, it, it's, yeah. It's, and even the people who made 401Ks, they, they're just like, what have we done? Because mm-hmm. they didn't think of it as, oh, people are going to just start replacing pensions with 401Ks. Mm-hmm. The 401ks now, are tied to the stock market. And my brother lost. He got soaked when they had that recession. He got right. soaked for like $15,000. He had to pull the rest of the money out of an account and put it in a, a, a savings account until it blew over or else he was going to lose the rest. <sighs> so that's, that's a lose-lose situation because they tax you on that. Yeah. But it was better for him to get taxed than to lose everything. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And now, and now they want to privatize Social Security. Fuck out of here. That's my money. I'm not right. going. I'm not going to let those coked out number monkeys gamble with my money. Right. I don't know, but you know. Mm. But. While I got you guys here, what's on your minds, man? Just throw something out there. We had a few minutes left. Um, call me, call me, call me. What what do you what do you think the the Black Panther um film is gonna do? How it's gonna do when it's released? Honestly, I think it's actually gonna do well. And Uh, when when does it come out? When does it come out? February. February 2018, yeah. Okay. And I know it's 2018. It's real black star-studded, too. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it, black it has a lot of heavy films weight. like that. I mean, if, if mm. the white people are appalled by it, they're going to back up off it. And the blacks, you know, we'd rather bootleg it. You know what I'm saying? Cody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know about this this time around. That's not because, true. Statistically speaking, statistically you know, speaking, black people have the most spending power at the movies. We are absolutely. the ones that go to the movies. So absolutely, yeah. Cody or not, yeah. I know plenty of people that will go see that, that movie. Like, even for cost one hundred fifty million, maybe two hundred. The 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 opening weekend you're talking about. I said no. That Remember. movie easily cost between 160 and 200 oh, million dollars. Oh, oh. The opening yeah, weekend yeah. determines determines what it's going to do for the rest of the time because it stays off 60 to 80 percent after that. It really depends on what weekend it actually pops. 
the best weekend if we were to pop off will be that three day weekend for President's Day. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, you know that's when a lot of people go to the I mean, I see IAA. Um, what's the other one? All Stars popping that weekend. I don't know. That same weekend? NBA All-Star Weekend, yeah, it's around that All-Star time. All-Star yeah. is President's Day. Yeah. No, I think it's February 26th it comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay. February so that's, that's the Yeah, that, that's, that's the President's Day. I think that Wonder Woman that's, said a President's If Justice League, if Justice League pops like it's supposed to in November, then I'm going to say um, Black Panther's going to do phenomenally well. Look how well Luke Cage did. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's Luke Cage, and Luke Cage wasn't even that good. I hate I, y'all can hate all, y'all can hate on me all y'all want, but I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> not what I thought it would be. Don't get me wrong. There were some parts that were kind of slow. I'm gonna find that. Like I, I didn't really enjoy it. You did or did not? Right. The, I like the that release date. Like the release date. It, it was okay, but it didn't pop like it was supposed to. I, 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 to me, the best one was probably season, the last season of Daredevil, mainly because it was Punisher. Fuck Daredevil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I binge watched the, the, the release the, the release date was the 16th, so it should do great that weekend. I agree. That's a great weekend it for should it. should do great. Mm-hmm. But you know what, though? I mean, the movie looks good. I mean, there's a T-trail with the action in it looked good. And if the story is uh, decent, it'll do well on its own no matter when it's released. But then again, that is important, though, because I always talk about uh, Glitter, Mariah Carey. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, the movie was a piece of shit to begin with, but it came out the weekend after September 11th happened. And you figure they didn't, yeah. even, have, and they didn't even have football that week. <laughs> But Mariah Carey, her company is thinking, you know what we need? We need you, Mariah, to heal this country's wounds. And it's what? Well, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to tell you this. Remember, remember in the, the, the Civil War, remember who killed um, the Black Panther's father? It was, the, it was the Winter Soldier. In the comic books, it wasn't that. It was the guy that um, Michael B. Jordan is playing. He killed... Um, he killed a, a, a Black Panther's father, I believe. Okay. It was um, it was Zemo, uh, disguised as Winter Soldier. But, but, but I, yeah. I, I, I know what you now. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, at the, the Winter Soldier is tied into this storyline. Remember, because Black Panther is supposed to be watching uh, uh, Bucky Johnson, the Winter Soldier, in Africa when he's, um, when he's in that ice. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be all tied into everything, and that's how Black Panther is going to be part of the Avengers some way, somehow. Right. So it, it should, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a great um, a, a movie. I, I, know, I think they the fact that they have those tie-ins, like you figure, like you talk about the tie-in with, with, uh, with Winter Soldier, right? You figure before, right. um, Hulk's going to be in it, and Doctor Strange is going to be in it. So, you know, those tie-ins really help, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, comic book book heads go all out. 
no no matter what it is. It's Marvel. They 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 succeed in all the, most of their movies, and nowadays they don't, you know, they don't disappoint. Let's see what yep. this is going to do. Well, you know, but you think like Fox is now starting to pick up the pace because those Fox movies were terrible for a while, but Deadpool was <laughs> yeah. awesome, Logan was awesome, right. you know. So now right. they're finally starting to pick up the pace, and that's good for everybody. Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was really good. That's good for everybody. It keeps the quality up, you know, because right. now Marvel has to keep up their level. They don't. They don't have to be like EA when they got the Madden license and you just relax. Now they got to make right. sure that they keep this stuff going, you know, so that's, so the fact that the Fox movies and the, the DC movies started picking up, that's excellent mm-hmm. for every, yeah. for all involved. And, and one more question, camp, bunch, oh, go ahead. one more question I want to ask, do you think, do you see a comparison with the, um, the Black Panther poster with the UEP New ah. Black Panther poster, the, um, you know, the comparison that he took in 67 with one. the spear and the, and the rifle? Ooh, 